Hello, Community Health Center advocates. This is Jamal, and welcome to this week's Advocacy in Minutes. Today is October 21st, 2020, and here's the latest in advocacy and more in minutes. Joining me today is my teammate, Marie McCauley. We have two weeks until the November 3rd general election. However you choose to vote, be sure to support the 30 million patients at community health centers. Please continue your advocacy and encourage others to hashtag vote for community health. Let's get into it. Marie, what's happening on the Hill? Hey, Shamal, Representative Mike Levin from the California 49th District is circulating a bipartisan Dear Colleague letter in the House of Representatives encouraging HHS to revert the reporting guidelines for the Provider Relief Fund back to the standard set in June 2020. This measure would ease the burden for providers wishing to access the fund during this time of uncertainty and financial instability. The letter is available via the link in your Washington update. We encourage you to reach out to your members of Congress and request they sign on in support of this letter by close of business on Thursday, October 22nd. Shumal, is there anything happening in the administration and in the states? Yes, there's quite a bit. On October 1st, 2020, a press release announced that HHS, through HRSA, would be providing additional provider relief funding to assist frontline workers addressing the COVID-19 pandemic. Providers who previously received provider relief fund payments, previously ineligible providers, and an expanded group of behavioral health providers are all invited to apply through the link in your Washington update through November 6, 2020. And also a quick update from Georgia. On October 15, 2020, CMS approved Georgia's Pathways to Coverage 1115 waiver. Beginning July 2021, the state will require new Medicaid enrollees between the ages of 19 to 64 with incomes up to 100% of the federal poverty line to participate in 80 hours a month of work or other qualifying activities. CMS also completed their review of the state's Georgia Access Model 1332 waiver and is working with Georgia to finalize the conditions for approval. This would eliminate the use of healthcare.gov transitioning consumers to enroll through private web brokers and insurers. Announced in an October 13, 2020 press release, the Delta Center for a Thriving Safety Net with NAC as one strategic partner received an additional three years of support from the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation to promote change in areas of policy and practice by focusing on state and national associations. RFPs for additional states will be released in late October and be due mid-January 2021. And additionally, an article in your Washington update from October 1st, 2020 explains what is at risk due to threats to the 340B program, how these threats are developed and grown since first announced, and how NAC and health centers are responding and coping with changes. For more information on these updates and to access resources, please see your Washington update in your inbox. Marie, are there any learning opportunities this week? The second webinar in the Assessing and Addressing the Social Determinants of Health during COVID-19 webinar series with NAC and APCHO will be tomorrow, Thursday, October 22nd at 4 p.m. Eastern. This webinar will highlight patient-centered care approaches to assessing patients' social determinants of health needs, patient engagement, workforce development, and organizational processing improvement strategies that help staff overcome common social risk screening barriers. Panelists will come from Bread of Healing Clinic and 16th Street Community Health Centers in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and La Clinical de Raza in Oakland, California. Again, the webinar is happening Thursday, October 22nd at 4 p.m. You can find the link to register in your Washington update.
And to wrap up on the research side of things, the NAC research team has released an annual fact sheet that presents data on the number of health center patients served and their demographics in 2019, as well as the number of health center employees and health center visits. Please contact Sarah Baser from the NAC research team at sbaser at nac.com with any questions. Thanks, Marie. And for our listeners, here's some quick reminders. Please continue to refer to our HC Advocacy Coronavirus Advocacy Tools in this challenging time. You can find the advocacy website at hcadvocacy.org. Also, make sure you are subscribed to our Washington Update emails so you can see more Health Center news and what we're reading. In order to keep up with all upcoming advocacy events, visit hcadvocacy.org slash calendar. For further support, please email us at grassroots at NAC.org or follow us on Twitter and Facebook at HC Advocacy. As always, a huge thank you to all of our advocates for your strong advocacy efforts. Thank you for listening. Stay safe and healthy, and we'll be back next week.